This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Red Panda Report number three, where I'm talking about Red Panda Adventures, episode three. Uh, I'm calling this episode Getting Lucky. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be talking about Rabbit Season, which is again the third episode of Red Panda Adventures. And I'm going to go ahead and uh, read to you uh, a little bit of the details of the show. So Rabbit Season, which is episode three, uh, originally aired November 15, 2005. It is written and directed by Greg Taylor. And here is the synopsis or, I don't know, promo, the, the copy for it. They say the hand is quicker than the eye, but when a baffling jewel robbery proves that someone's hands are quicker than a hundred eyes, the red panda is on the case, and when the culprit adds murder to their crimes, the hunt is on in earnest, and it's rabbit season. That's just so fabulous. So I didn't like uh, part of the interaction with Kit and red panda. It was a little silly to me that she was so upset about her birthday and not receiving gold and Jules. I don't know if she was serious about that or not, or if she was just frustrated that he didn't, you know, give her anything for her birthday. Not a card, not a, you know, cake, not a you know, new weapon, which you'll find out later if you keep listening. She would love a new weapon for her birthday, because that's the kind of lady Kit is. But um, it seems to me like they've only known each other for a few months, so it seems strange that you would gift somebody for their birthday after only knowing them for a few months. I would say close to a year. If you've known somebody nine months, I could see giving them a birthday gift. But for me, it'd be like, yeah, you know, I missed your birthday. We just met. It was your birthday a month after we met. And uh, I'm going to say happy birthday to you and hope you have a good day. But uh, a year into it, I might give you a gift. You know, that's, that's what it starts for me. But, you know, maybe there's something wrong with me. I don't know. Uh, I really liked Jackrabbit's line. Again, this is full spoiler. You should go listen to the show. It's great. It's fun. It's good stuff. It's good times. Good times. Anyway, uh, Jackrabbit says to... Is it Peter? Whatever. The guy she's working with. Um, that guy she murders and betrays... Or betrays and murders after he, you know, betrayed her. Anyway, uh, she says, you know, I don't understand you people who do things... Who do crimes for revenge, basically. How do you know when you're done? Because she's doing crime for money. She's doing it to aggrandize herself for her own enjoyment. And, uh, you know, as she says in the episode, she does bad things because she can. And I thought it was a really interesting concept about not knowing where the line is, not knowing when you're done with your quest for revenge. Because I think that's a little seed being planted for analyzing what Red Panda is doing and why he's doing it. Because while he is not doing what he does for the sake of revenge, he is doing it for something that is perhaps equally nebulous, equally difficult to measure. And it raises the question of, I guess, going too far and knowing when to draw the line. And I just think that's interesting. I, I think it's seeding that idea, but I don't know for sure that that was Taylor's intention, but, but it very well may have been. <clears throat> okay, next thing. Uh, Squirrel and Banter's... Or, sorry, Squirrel and Banter. Squirrel and Panda's banter is fun, uh, except for the uh, birthday gift discussion. Uh, I didn't enjoy that, but it was a lot of fun. It, I don't think it sounded flirtatious, but it just sounded, it sounded very fun. It sounded like they have a great rapport, like they've known each other for a while. And it's nice. It's, uh, it's certainly not what you get. Well, anyway, I'm not going to keep doing that. Um, it, it was a lot of fun and I enjoyed it and it was, it was very cute, cute and fun and just entertaining to listen to. <clears throat> uh, I like that. Uh, it seems like Red Panda might have a photography hobby and that that helps him solve this case. 
because uh, there's something that happens with the camera. I won't describe it. If you listen to the episode, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, I think that's really cool. And, you know, he's a very capable person. Uh, I would argue that he's probably, he has to be a polymath uh, because he's good at so many things and he has so many interests and he has such a wide uh, area of, if not expertise, then certainly knowledge. Um, and that's, I guess that would be useful if you were going to be some sort of sleuth or super sleuth or crime fighter that you would need to know a lot or need to know a little about a lot, um, and probably a lot about some, uh, in order to successfully do that. And I just, it's cool that his wider interests are factoring into helping him with this, this case. Okay. Uh, I think Taylor did such a good line read on could be squirrel could be. And I don't remember if that's something he said multiple times or if I've just started the show and listened to the first like dozen or so episodes and then dropped it and just done that multiple times over the years. Um, and that's why it's in my head, but I love it. And I, every now and then I'll use it at home. I'll say, in fact, I just said it to somebody, uh, last night could be squirrel could be. And, uh, nobody ever reacts to that. Cause I just, I guess, I don't know. Cause that's the kind of guy I am. Uh, let's see something else. Uh, Jack rabbit could have killed red panda if not for the assist from kit. I think that's really cool. It makes, uh, Jack rabbit a threat. It makes it so that red panda is not invincible or <laughs> invincible, invulnerable, perfect, always knows exactly what to do, and the contrivance there, not the contrivance, just it's the way the, the story goes, it has, because it must, that Kit's there to save them, uh, solidifies things between them and for them, and their, you know, their partnership, and it necessitates, or it shows why she needs to be there, and if she wasn't there, um, you know, he'd been Red Panda for some time, but we don't know how long, a few years, I think, uh, but we didn't get those stories, because that's not how Taylor wanted to do things, and he wanted to necessitate Kit being there and have her be this, you know, crucial part of his operation. And it's cool. It's cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, again, the birthday thing was, like, just an excuse to get Kit the marbles, and I'm not sure I like that, but I do get it. It just strikes me as odd that you would have that be the case. Of course, you know, why would they have marbles in their, you know, utility belts or whatever to deal with speedsters? That doesn't really make sense. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of a different way they could have, they could justify them having marbles with them, but I can't, <laughs> I can't think of anything at the time or at this moment. So uh, I'm going to let it go and just say, you know, it makes sense and it's, you know, a little plot contrivance, but it works and it's, you know, it, it was a cute moment for Dr. Chronopolis, even if I didn't like the overall tenor of things. And I mean, you could have had him gifting her, like Red Panda could have gotten her a gift and Dr. Chronopolis could have been happy to get her a gift because he's a quirky guy and he still could have given her the marble so you didn't need the fight i guess is what i'm saying i don't know moving on uh there weren't really any gadgets in use except for the static shoes and the flying membranes but that's you know typical by now uh and i don't know if i would count the marbles as gadgets so i'm not going to um talking about the villains for a little bit jackrabbit is a fun villain name and a great idea for a speedster after all there is the phrase quick as a jackrabbit so that works uh jackrabbit proves that there is the possibility of naturally occurring superhumans in the red panda universe which i hadn't remembered or hadn't realized i thought it was all like technology based or magic based spoilers for future red panda adventures um but yeah i guess there are superhumans as well though there aren't that many there are yeah, there's a couple, but later. So I guess that's why I wasn't thinking about it. Uh, let's see. Oh, Erskine. Peter Erskine, I believe is his name. His plot was clever uh, to trick all his friends into giving him his stuff so he could steal it and then sell it off. And he's a bad man. <laughs> um, I'm not saying he deserves to die, but you know. 
sometimes you get what you richly deserve, right? Alright, uh, it's a little scary that Jackrabbit was able to slap Amanda death with her super speed. That's grisly. I'm sure that looked brutal. And, ugh, I don't know. I don't know. Does that mean her hands, like, she, does she have some sort of, some form of super strength for her hand to handle slapping into somebody with that much force? Because, you know, the faster your hand is moving, the more force you hit it with. And I would imagine that, I don't know, it can only do so much for you. Anyway, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to get into the physics of it. It's a radio show. We didn't see it. It's, it's fine. Just the idea of it's, you know, kind of gross that she would have, like, pummeled this guy really, really badly. Anyway, uh, last thing I want to talk about is uh, the admonition to never explain your powers to the bad guys is so great, especially with how Red Panda was able to use the vagueness around his abilities to trick jackrabbit and again i know you've probably hopefully you've listened to the episode but i just i gotta say this it's so cool that he used the fact that he doesn't explain his powers to hypnotize jackrabbit into thinking that she was using her super speed when she to so that she wouldn't do it she thought she was using her super speed and she thought he was matching her super speed or exceeding it because he was faster than her because i guess red panda at his natural level of speed is faster than jackrabbit is at her natural level of speed and that's really cool that's a great conceit and i was thinking uh i was wondering how he was going to beat a speedster but if he thought if he made her think she was going fast like that's i guess that's all he needed um which is pretty cool and he talks about he you know, reminds kit how the human mind is a very powerful thing and it is and uh it kind of sparks in my mind the thoughts of well how else is he going to creatively use this power of hypnosis on enemies in the future? And I believe it's something Taylor does a pretty good job of exploring and touching on, you know, a lot. So that'll be fun to, to kind of track as we go through the rest of the series together. Uh, but that's it for now. Uh, I'm going to encourage you to go to mgmunios.com and check out everything I have going on there. I have officially launched the Red Panda Report podcast in an audio only feed 100% official not bootstrapped anymore like I used to do so I will eventually pull the files off of mjmunoz.com and I'll keep the backups for them and then I'll have them hosted elsewhere but it's integrated and linked on mjmunoz.com so you can just click every episode you know when you load the show notes in for an episode you'll be able to see them there and I'll have links there uh, for you to be able to subscribe to wherever you want to with an asterisk. I'm working on getting everything added, but once it's all there, you'll be able to subscribe wherever you want by going to mjmunoz.com and finding Red Panda Report episodes. And then also from the Red Panda Report in your podcast feed, if you found this on the podcast, you can see the full show notes, which should have more information in them than the, than the little bit of the snippet of show notes on the podcast app that you're using. And you can pull through to the website and get more information, find the other stuff I do, find my writing, find whatever it is you want to find there. So I encourage you to do that. And I, with that, bid you adieu. This is MJ signing out. I hope you enjoyed that. Go to mjmunoz.com to leave any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have. There you can find all of my analysis, art, and fiction. I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around, you're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.